0: The best games. A lob and a one oh, The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division I semifinal. This is
1: Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Locked and loaded for a regular season finale at Middleton High School. How you doing, everybody? Alex Strofe hanging out with you tonight for Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania: The Regular Season Finale Edition between the top two teams in the Big Eight as they go toe to toe. Unfortunately, no conference title implications on the line, but it's still a top two in the conference before playoffs begin the Middleton Cardinals playing host in the first place Madison LaFollette Lancers here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. excited to be joined now by my broadcast partner the man the myth the legend the dean of area high school sports the great
0: Dennis Semrau. Dennis how are you partner sucking up good tonight aren't you thanks <laughs> hey just happy to be here uh wrestling's going on at the Kohl Center and it's snowing. So we got a state tournament, and it's snowing. Who, who to figure, right? My week's all thrown off. We were just talking before we came on the air, Dennis, about the state championships,
1: uh, state wrestling championships at the Kohl Center. I didn't even realize it was Thursday today. That's why I was all confused why wrestling <laughs> was, had already happened.
0: Yeah. Nope. Uh, that's uh, th- th- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, individual. Next week, Friday, Saturday, is the team tournament. Right, here, right. And that will be over at the Fieldhouse. Right. Which... Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen a wrestling match over there that goes back to the days. We used to call it the faithful, I can date myself here, the faithful 5,000. Literally, the Badgers would draw, like, 5,000. But because those stands go straight up. Have you ever been in for a volleyball match? I have. It's I mean, that intensity, you feel that. And that's, volleyball is, what, about 6,000, 7,000 since they downsized? Imagine that with Badger basketball. After Finley came, when Michael Finley came, I mean, I, I had to throw something in there. I, I wasn't able to work on Sunday. I was actually doing some other stuff. So I was watching the game at home. My favorite all-time badger is Michael Finley. He should have had his jersey retired before Frank. I'm sorry because of what he did. But Frank deserved it, and I'm glad they did it. But that was at the time where, why aren't we retiring jerseys, guys? But Michael Finley, I remember Dennis Punzel, who's still uh, he's retired, but he's still uh, Freelancing for women's volleyball for the State Journal, myself and the late Todd Becker, a longtime friend who passed away with cancer, Uh, three of us went down to the Morristown shootout, and we're out there to watch this this team. And Michael Finley, the third best player on his high school team, and Ray McCallum was just going nuts. He was so excited, and I got to see him play down there in high school, and then he ended up being drafted higher than his other two teammates, uh, who ended up having good college careers too. But Michael got it all turned around. The year that we finally beat Illinois, Ohio State, Indiana, Minnesota, all those to Michigan State at home was kind of the turnaround for Badger basketball. Now, you've only seen Badger basketball in your lifetime as a good program. Right. I was around when, boy, if we could beat Northwestern, that was a good that was a win. You know, we go 10 and 1 in the non-conference and 4-16 and or whatever in the Big Ten. So. Well,
1: I'll tell you what, Dennis. I had a great conversation with Pat Richter, the former athletic director of oh, at the University you. of Wisconsin, which you can hear this Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on 100.5 ESPN about the turnaround of Badger basketball and what Michael Finley meant to that. And obviously Pat Richter, the athletic director at the time, talked about hiring all those guys, right, all, all the head coaches that had come through the Dick Bennett era, right, and then into the Bo Ryan era, which obviously since those days, a powerhouse, the University of Wisconsin, but a really fascinating conversation
0: with Pat on that coming up on Saturday. You call Barry's the godfather of football. What do you call Pat? The great-great-grandfather right, of, of Wisconsin sports? The last three-sport athlete at the university. Think about that. College athlete playing football, basketball, and baseball. Seldom all of them. Went to play for the Redskins and the pros. Like growing up, that was, that was one of my idols. And he was from Madison, and I was right. born in Madison. And then when he came in, when he took over the program, you know, they, had a, we had a, they killed baseball, we had to kill sports, we were in a deficit, whatever. They got football rolling, that was the first good hire. Then they got basketball, and we got two of the best all-time coaches in the state. First Dick Bennett, and then Bo Ryan. You think about Bo Ryan. Bo Ryan, the smartest coach I know, he never left the UW system. Once he came in, yep. you know, his benefits, health, and everything is going through the roof. Because he was here, but he he deserved that job. Dick got it first, and then and, but you know what Pat did for that basketball program. But you go back to guys like Michael Finley and Richard Griffith, and one of my all-time favorites too, Tracy Webster, who made more halftime shots, you know, buzzer beaters for going into the locker room than I think I've ever seen they got it going and made it possible for guys like johnny davis to excel for the badgers now oh
1: man i, I love talking hoops i love talking college hoops we're obviously going to talk a ton about high school hoops tonight as we're live at middleton high school getting ready for madison la follette at the middleton cardinals the top two teams in the big eight going toe to toe in the final game of the regular season and and Dennis, we'll get we'll get to high school hoops. We still got about three and a half minutes left in this JV game, so we'll have plenty of time to preview the game ahead of us. But uh, what do you make of everything that happened on Sunday at the Cole Center? We we've dubbed it now. Uh, we're between a few options, so maybe I'll let you pick your favorite. But the kerfuffle at the Cole Center, d- dysfunction on Dayton Street. Uh, and a couple others that we've come up with throughout the week, but what'd you make of that whole situation? I know you mentioned you're usually there you want uh, on Sunday. How, how about the Cole
0: Center clash? Yeah, there you go the Cole Center. Yeah, that clash. goes kind of with the wrestling what's going on right now. They have, I like the that clash of the Titans. Whatever. All I know is they owe us. A, uh, Michigan owes us a new printer. What's that mean? We uh, for the Badger for the Badger home games, men's and women's. There's a printer on each bench. Visitor and home we, and box scores, every time out, we send them, like, 15 box scores. Right. What, are you wallpapering your bench with them or what? <laughs> uh, everybody who's the – every coach has got to have their own little box score to check out whatever numbers. So – and then uh, for the home games, for the men, yeah, those people that pay for those front row seats, some of those get benches too uh, – Copy Dave, we call him, our guy that uh, takes care of the copy machine for the Badger home games, uh, distributes kind of those things. So that's where those those boxes get printed out of there. And uh, in the melee, it got some of the form got damaged. Really? I one. Got, I got a tweet from one of the guys, uh, Pete Critch, who's a teacher down at Oregon High School. He was running, as we called our clicker, it's a, it's a point and click uh, stat program that we use now for. Uh, all for all the colleges are basically using it. Using it for all the sports. Pete was our main control person down there. So and we were getting play-by-play afterwards because Pete went to the post-game press conference, which that's what I wanted to be at right. to see see the coaches going at it. But uh, that was uh, that was one of those Sundays I wish I could have been there. But coming in, I had three high school stories I had to write. It was a busy weekend and coming up with uh, we were supposed to have three games this week: state tournament wrestling. And it was, uh, I passed and let somebody else work that game. We also, our stat crew's been, you know, I've been doing this 38 years. We just lost a guy, Greg Bond, who went to Notre Dame to do some work with the Historical Society there. Uh, Greg is now working on stats for Notre Dame. He worked with us for 25 years. And uh, so we kind of all split the games up. I used to work them all. Now it's, uh, I work about three quarters of them. But uh, that was one, well, I I wish I could have been there to honor Michael because that's what the whole day was for. And I remember talking, I was talking to Cattrall Robinson earlier today for uh, La Follette. Realized last night was his 100th career win at La Follette, and it was on senior night. And I said, yeah, but the best thing about that was you won the game. People forget, when you got all these honors, it's like a game where somebody gets a triple-double. Who cares? Did you win the game? That's what you're there for. The Badgers won on Sunday, and they beat Michigan, a nemesis uh, who brings them a little certain amount of arrogance wherever they go no matter what sport they're in so to see them kind of get taken down a peg was was nice and that's the only <laughs> time we play them but as jimmy polzin did in this column for the state journal this week we don't know what's going to happen in the tournament so the badgers should be one of the top four seeds but those <laughs> those other ones you flip a coin here we've still got what you know four or five games right. to for most depending of the season, on the, the team Big Ten. now Wow, but uh, for Michael Finley, one of the classiest Badgers, and I remember it was, it was, it might have been like 10, 15 years after he'd gone, he was still, he was playing to the pros, I'm walking uh, on uh, Regent Street, and I hear this, Dennis, I turn around, it's Michael Finley, he remembered me from doing the stats, for the stats crew, Wow, but back then I traveled, uh, I was working with the department a little bit more, so I, I did some traveling with the Badger basketball team, but... I mean, and then we'd step and chatted. The last time I saw him uh, a year or two ago, I think, was was at the Kohl Center. He and Tracy Webster were together. And both those two guys, I mean, I said, boy, you you got to be loving this right now. You're the ones that turned bad yeah. basketball around. Because before that, it was 40 years we had gone to the tournament. and There, there were good teams, but back... Back when I was growing up, you had to win the Big Ten to go to the NCAA tournament. I remember Marquette stayed as an independent as long as they could, because that gave them an end. There was so many independents always went to the NCAA tournament. But that was, uh, see Michael get honored was was great up in the rafters. I love diving into the brain
1: of the great Dennis Semrau. Oh, oh, and oh I, you've got another you, I, yeah. I
0: got another one, now this is switching sports. You gotta get a copy of the State Journal. There, uh, Todd Molesky just did a story on numbers. That There was no number higher than 35 for the Badgers issued. It's kind of a hockey tradition, except for one, 55. 55, 55, because his dad was 5. He couldn't get 5, so he got 55. But there's a picture of Bob Johnson with Pete and and Mark Johnson, Bob Suter, Campbell, can't remember his first name, and uh, Lee Skilly, longtime coach over at, at Madison Memorial. Those five guys behind him, and I went... That right there, that's a historical photo. And it just said, from the 70s. I'm like, oh, gosh, you got to find out what year that was. But it was supplied by the UW Athletic wow. Department. But, you know, going back of Badger history, you know, back before basketball got turned around, hockey was the number two sport, not basketball. Right. You know, they sold out the Coliseum. They had the beer garden over there. You know, all the rivalries with North Dakota and Minnesota. and you know, It was incredible, but... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of it's cool. nostalgia week. We just had uh, Michael Finley get nodded, and then Todd does that great story. on. Uh, so check it online, too, on Madison.com. Great
1: stuff there from Dennis Semra. We'll continue to uh, talk hoops. It'll just be, uh, we'll knock it down a level, the high school hoops, because we've got a big one tonight. Middleton playing host to Madison LaFalla, we'll the top two teams in the Big 8. They also got their seedings for the WIAA state tournament which begins next week we'll dive into what seeds each of these teams got that's next here on zimbraconda's presentation of prep mania for nearly 50 years zimbraconda has provided the madison area with quality honda honda vehicles the trusted staff of zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style if you're in the market for a new or used honda visit zimbraconda in madison today or check current inventory at zimbraconda.com Com. We'll continue to preview this matchup next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prepmania.
0: Can't one song that's not about you. Can't we
1: welcome you back to Middleton High School, getting ready for regular season finale. I can't believe it's already that time. Between Middleton and Madison, we'll follow the top two teams in the B8 Conference. We're at Middleton High School for this one here on Zimbraconda's presentation Uh, of mania, alex Strofe alongside the great dennis semrau you can find him on twitter at dennis semrau it's a pretty good follow if i do say so myself the jv game wrapping up here and middleton shooting a three for the tie now they miss it oh but it's taken away i never do play-by-play for jv games but i think we might just have to dennis we're down to the wire here 31.6 seconds yeah this Uh, is great I don't have a roster, though, so I guess I can't do, uh, do, do it justice. Uh, but nonetheless. Uh, I do. <laughs> oh,
0: look at this guy. Just a varsity roster, though. You oh, got a JV oh, roster? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, uh, <laughs> where's the one I just got? Anyway,
1: um, big one tonight, Dennis,
0: between these two varsity teams
1: as uh, the top two teams in the Big 8 Conference. Madison LaFollette clinched it last night. With a win over Verona. Verona. Yep. And it was also Kurtrell Robinson's 100th career win, as he mentioned earlier, uh, for La Follette, So pretty big night for Kurtrell Robinson and company. It was senior night. It was his 100th career win. And they clinched the conference title.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't put the JV roster on. It's like they ignore him. I'll have to ask Kurtrell about that. Say, hey... Yeah, you know, you boys could get a little love if you, uh, I mean, when Memorial had their, their streak when they were running the state, they were selling out the uh, high school, and right next to the auditorium, they were doing the streaming there so people could watch. Right. If you didn't get there for the JV game, you know, chances are you didn't get a seat. That was that way two years ago when we had La Follette and, uh, uh, and East were playing at La Follette, And Gabe, I think, was doing the game with me. He had to do the show, Homer and Gabe. And he had come in from Milwaukee. And they wouldn't let him in the parking lot because they sold it was sold out. He had to show him his equipment. I'm here to call the game. So they'd let him in because it was literally sold out. They didn't want any, they were just clearing people out of the parking lot. And it was standing room only for the JV game. And those kids, you talk about, well, you know, their parents basically watching them and their friends to a full house. Boy, you pumped up! And the, the, the JV game was so intense; it was incredible. And it's good for these kids to have that experience before, that, because that step from JV to varsity is tremendous. Just like any time you make one, you go from high school to college. Oh, right. You know, just just the level of play, the intensity, and everything.
1: Yeah, uh, Dennis, do I see uh, a JV player wearing his mask on his head? Uh, yeah. Is that is that what that is? It looks like to me. It's on his head. I mean, a lot of them wear it under their chin, <laughs> but this guy's got it on his It's like a hat to him. <laughs> I've never seen yeah. that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, is the 32? Which one? 11. 11 we're... Right here. Oh, okay. So yeah. 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 That's yeah. on his head, right? Yeah, that's on okay. his head. Yeah, it Interesting.
1: Is. I haven't seen that one before. Anyway, I want to go back to La Follette, uh, Dennis, as they clinch the Big 8 title, uh, last night with a win over verona final of 80 to 66 quentin lomac how about a game for him 24 points he finishes with which is double the season average of 12 points per game the sophomore forward quentin lomac finishes with his jersey number and points 24 uh kurtrell robinson gets his 100th career win
0: madison la Follette clinches the big a title big night for them last night back-to-back titles it was uh it was pretty cool uh when you, when you look at uh uh, because last year they didn't have a title right. for the conference. So this goes back to the nineteen twenty 20 season, 2019-2020. Uh, yeah, you look at uh, Lomac, uh, defensive end, uh, all-conference football player. I asked uh, Petrella about him earlier today, and he said he's really coming into his game right now. He does not look like a sophomore out there at all. He looks like a fifth-year senior. Oh, we'll do about 10 seconds.
1: Eight and a half. The clock stops at as La Follette is fouled. The man with the mask on his head. He'll go to the free throw line, shooting two, uh, with a one point advantage. at 70 to 69 as the JV game gets to a close. But let's let's continue with the La Follette Varsity team, Dennis. They the so a little bit different this year with the seating for the postseason uh, in the WIA basketball tournaments for both boys and girls. Comes out a little bit earlier. It's electronic seating and Madison LaFollette
0: comes away with a 2 seed very nice for them in division 1. Yeah, they did. And one thing that's interesting about this game tonight, Middleton and LaFollette are in opposite brackets, so if they meet again it'll be in the sectional final. Wow. So that could happen, but uh LaFollette needs to uh, Well, we were we were supposed to see the uh, Sussex Hamilton at uh some prairie game on Tuesday. Fortunately, I got you know iced out. Uh, you know, they're playing east and then the winner of that game gets LaFollette uh that would be uh, next Saturday Ooh, we're doing a day night uh, That are you I doing both that, games yeah that that we're doing a, a sectional final for girls in the afternoon and then the boys game so that's the one I think Jesse's got targeted East La Follette which uh, I'm not sure whether it should be at the higher should be at East no it should be at La because they got the higher seed He's uh, got a three seed. LaFalle got a two. See, seed, we're still
1: you know? in the we're still in the fun period, Dennis. Or we're just still trying to figure out how it yeah. all works. But I will tell you what, we'll have it all figured out by Tuesday at six o'clock when we have our Prepmania Bracketology special. Oh, Here
0: we go. Yet, we uh, yeah, there's not no really quarterfinal games. I mean, most of the the way they've spread this out now, most teams just have to play four games to get the state to regional two. Uh, Sectional games, but yeah, that'd be uh, next Saturday. It'd be could be La Follette East, Oof. another matchup, which would love to see that one. Uh, and let me see La Follette this year with East uh, at home, a 72 69 win on January 27th. And where's the other one? Oh, and on uh, December 21st, La Follette won 81 71 at East. so... Look at the sweep. There you go. Down to the wire here. A three-point shot ties it.
1: It's taken. It's missed off the front of the iron. Rebounded at half court. Throwing up a heave. Oh, he doesn't make it. So oh. that game finishes a LaFollette win, 72-69 to at the junior varsity level. So now we get ready for the varsity game. We'll continue the preview. We'll reveal which seed Middleton got in the WIAA playoffs. And we'll revisit what happened the last time. These two teams met. That's next right here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Before we get to that though, I do want to tell you about our friends over at Stoughton Health. Nobody plans on getting injured, and when you do, you need help to get back on track. Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon, so it's convenient for your recovery. Learn more at Stoughtonhealth.com. Stoughton Health creating excellence. Together we'll continue the preview next at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. be back to Middleton High School as the senior class introduce the dance team, the managers, and the players for Middleton. Seven seniors on this Middleton varsity team will be without one tonight, though. We'll get into that in just a second. This is Embry-Conda's presentation of Prepmania here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Alex Stroff alongside Dennis Semrau as we get ready for a toe-to-toe matchup between the top two teams in the Big 8 Conference. The conference champion, Madison LaFollette, taking on second place, the Middleton Cardinals. Now, Dennis, uh, Middleton pulls a five seed. They will host Wauwatosa East next Friday, March 4th, in a second-round matchup of the wia playoffs winner of that will go to the regional final game that following day uh, but i would i, I want to get in a bit to middleton because it's been kind of an up and down season and uh one big negative that's taken away is senior point guard logan raffle he had appendix surgery earlier this week and is out for the rest of the season he is the school's all-time leading three-point shooter uh and they will be without him for this stretch run here uh, as they get ready to be a five-seed in the tournament and wrap up regular season play tonight here as they play host to Madison we'll
0: Oh, Looks like one of the special ed students or ma- managers for uh, Middleton just made a basket, and all the guys are cheering him on. They lifted him up really yeah. cool.
1: Cool moment. And oh, now he's sports. grittying at midcourt. How cool is that? <laughs> you can hear in the background the student section going
0: bananas. But uh, Dennis back to Logan Raffle, obviously a huge loss for the Cardinals. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got the school record. He had uh, nine threes in a game. Uh, he's got uh, been their leading their leading three-point shooter in attempts and made this year. Uh, he missed uh, he's missed a couple of games. Well, he missed a game because of uh, there was exposure to COVID, so he had a he had a quarantine, and uh, Nick meinhold stepped in, and uh, Mineholt, who's been providing a lot of points off the bench, will have to do that again against Lafallet. First time uh, Nick had 14 points, so uh, Lafallet knows all about him. Be interesting to see how they match up there, but yeah, for Logan, his dad uh, Jerry, longtime police officer, in the district, he was the uh, officer in the school here for a while. Uh, the youngest of the clan. I've seen them all, coached them all in uh, in our youth basketball camps in the summertime. And Logan was in fifth and sixth grade, and he's doing drills at the high school practices. That's how good he was. I mean, when you grow up and you got a couple older brothers to beat helps. on you, always is. And uh, been a phenomenal player, really nice uh, young man. And uh, unfortunately, the injury bug, illness bug, you know, nailed him, and that'll be it for the season for him. But on the bench as a coach, now another set of eyes. Be able to work with the guys out there, see some things as a player maybe the coaches don't see, and hopefully be able to be part of this long tournament run. We'll see. Middleton had some struggles this year. Uh, came out early; they uh, won their first. I think it was six in a row. Lost a, a buzzer beater to Nina. They've lost three buzzer beaters this year. One in conference to uh, Madison West, which was kind of a stunner, and that might have cost them, you know, share the conference title. Or that one right there, but. Um, Got yeah, a lot of football impact on here. T.J. Bauer uh, was an all-conference defensive back. Tanner Ballwig comes off the bench as an all-conference football player. Easton Zempel, who's going to be playing baseball at Winona State next year. A lot of good athletes on this team. And uh, You like to be hot at the end of the year, and right now they've lost two of their last three. Um, back-to-back losses to Brookfield Central and to Janesville Parker. That was another tough loss. But I saw Parker play Middleton up here the first time and uh, Middleton took him out of what they wanted to do uh, offensively. This time I think Parker just was able to pull out. Ended up uh, pulling away at the end of the game there. But uh, anytime uh, you get a game like this before tournament, you gotta love the atmosphere and the intensity. And from this point on, it's one and done. We're all zero and zero. You hoped they'd be playing uh, six more games. Two regional, two final sectional finals and then at state right They are right just got to win four of them so right now they're gonna have to go seven and zero to end the season and uh well eight no because uh, they beat sun prairie That was another one sun prairie is right in there a team that had some big wins and some big losses pretty competitive conference i think this year and, yeah and uh, but middleton had uh, all five starters back from last year and i think they had high hopes for a conference title but they're right in the mix to the end until uh, Lafollette clinched it last night.
1: Well, they were absolutely. We were hoping maybe this game would come down to decide who who will be the conference champion. Unfortunately, that's not the case. But still a big matchup between the top two teams. Last t- time these two teams met, Dennis Middleton was the team that came out on top on the road as a final of 60 to 53 way back on January 15th. Gavin Hurley uh, led the way for them way back on January 15th with 18 points. Now, a little note about Gavin Hurley. He normally wears the jersey number 24, the junior uh, swingman for Middleton. He will wear number one tonight in honor of senior Logan Raffle, who's out due to that aforementioned appendix surgery. Pretty pretty cool as well. Uh,
0: nice honor. And, um, Logan wouldn't mind that. Uh, Hurley right now leads him in scoring, rebounding, assists, steals, third and three-pointers made he averaged 5.3 points last year and he's averaging uh, 17 this year and he's just a junior so this is a guy to keep an eye on for next year good building block but the one uh, thing that uh, gonna, LaFoult's gonna have to worry about is he brings the ball up he does everything right he anchors the defense uh, when they need uh, ball security he's usually right there so uh, you got 36 minute games yeah, I can see him playing 34, 35, 36. Yeah, I and know. they go 12 deep. They're going to give him blows. You like it when you know coaches will get a guy out, use the timeout, and get him back in, you know, give him some blows. I like that with the college game. It's those media timeouts. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the only problem is when you take a guy out, try to give him a break, and uh, nothing happens. Nobody kicks the ball out of bounds. There's no fouls. You're just like running for four or five minutes, and you got a guy sitting there at the scores table, and you can't get him in the ball game but uh, that doesn't happen to Hurley very often. He's usually in the middle of it all, and it goes back to the first game of the season when I saw him play at 20 points against Beloit Memorial, but at Madison Memorial, just had an outstanding game, and we knew from that point he was gonna be the focal point for the team, and and then uh, unfortunately Logan was the number two scorer, and now you're gonna have to replace him tonight, and uh, Nick Meinholz, uh, who's only a junior, oh no, who is a senior? So, one of the seniors on Senior Night. You like to see, uh, again, when you have Senior Night, you want to win the game, guys. Keep you on your seniors that way. But this will be a tough one, I guess, a, a really good LaFalla team. And we haven't, uh, you haven't seen them since the 608 tournament, right, December? No, I saw them a couple weeks ago. Oh, we did. Well, we did that Memorial game. Yeah. Uh, you were with me for that one. I'm trying to remember because I've had Jesse and Hunter. I've had different partners here along the way, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean uh, that was uh that was a really good game for LaFalle I thought the way they pulled away in the second half um, yeah
1: there's there's no doubt they're a really good squad Dennis I mean overall record of 16 and four they're 15 and two in big eight play one of those two losses coming to Middleton the other coming to Sun Prairie just a
0: couple yeah. days later they really have they haven't lost in conference play since no they they've been without the React brothers you know uh Jock who was on this team two years ago we thought was headed for a really good career then of course lost his whole junior season, had ACL surgery, has been out, just got cleared, so he's able to play.
1: Yeah, see him down there working yeah. up. He's got a knee brace on that right knee. Uh, but he'll uh, he'll bring some size, he'll bring some aggression, and we'll see how much he actually plays. But his, his brother, as you mentioned, uh, Dennis, uh, uh, Yeah, he's out with Real a wrist rec- injury.
0: Yeah, he's got a cast on uh, average 7.7 7 boards. He was really impressive when we saw him at the 608 tournament. Uh, literally can stand under the basket just dunk. I mean, he doesn't have to do much. And you talk about having an eraser or, you know, that defender back there to, to allow your guards forwards to gamble a little bit more on defense. That's been a missing link there for them. But uh, you get one of the brothers back here at least it would be good to see. Yeah, it definitely will be. I want to tell you again about our friends at Zimbraconda.
1: For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Conda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. How about some pizza pit keys to the game? We'll get into those next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Mania on ESPN Madison. Welcome back to Middleton High School. Zimbraconda's presentation of Mania here on 100.5 ESPN, ESPNF in wisconsin on demand alex strofe alongside the dean of area high school sports dennis semra as we get ready for a big one in the big eight middleton host madison will it's time now to get into our pizza pit keys to the game brought to you by of course pizza pit and pizza pit is just fantastic because for over 50 years they have been delivering fast fresh and hot pizza the pizza pit isn't just pizza they serve breadsticks pizza fries wings gyros and dennis some sandwiches which one are you feeling
0: tonight? Uh, I think the uh, Hammond Swiss sliced tomatoes. I, I that sounds good. That does sound really good. You're not lying. I might need to
1: go find Pizza Pit right up the road here after the game. With eight area locations, Dennis, you just can't go wrong, and Pizza Pit is even easier to order now on the Pizza Pit app, which you can download today. And, of course, don't forget the cookies. Or the ice cream. Pizza Pit, eight area locations and an app. Go get them. All right, Dennis, let's get into the Pizza Pit keys to the game. Let's start with... Middleton the home team who won this matchup the last go around way back on January 15th the final of 60 to 53 what are the keys to the game for head
0: coach Kevin Bavery number one handle the full court pressure uh, Lancers will go man-to-man full as much as possible attack on defense and force turnovers uh, LaFollette likes to play a little bit on tempo so it can be a little turnover prone at times so Middleton's got to take advantage of that and then just take care of the ball to limit the possessions uh, it's going to be very important that they get in their sets. Uh, they've normally played uh, two posts, three uh, three guards, but the last time around they went to a four-guard lineup. And then on defense, Middleton went to a 1-3-1 with Hurley at the top of the key, and uh, that caused a few issues for LaFollette. And on the LaFollette side, Dennis, the pizza pit keys to the game. Uh, keep the ball out of the paint for Middleton. Middleton likes to dish and drive, and uh, again... Uh, Gavin Hurley is just an outstanding player, and he really draws a lot of attention going inside. Not afraid to kick it out to the three-pointers. Three you know, Middleton will be without one of them tonight, Logan Raffle, who we talked about. Uh, create sets and be aggressive on offense. Uh, Middleton has a lot of ball screening. They want to really make sure they do a good job of taking care of the basketball, but getting their shooters in good good positions. And finally... I think probably the last one is just uh, be good on the glass. Now, they're not going to have the younger react, but Jock was a really good rebounder. He's going to come off the bench tonight. Um, I like the fact that uh, for uh, La Follette uh, Lewis really attacks the rim. And then Yankee, those are their two best free-throw shooters. They're going to be at the line a lot. Yankee in particular, Cameron, draws a lot of fouls. He's uh, not afraid to get his nose in there and get to the line. So uh, if LaFollette can get both, those, both Lewis... And uh, I'd say Yankee to the line about 15 times, they're going to win this ballgame.
1: There you go. That is the keys to the game, once again, brought to you by Pizza Pit. For over 50 years, Pizza Pit has been delivering fast, fresh, and hot pizza. But Pizza Pit isn't just pizza. They serve wing zero, sub sandwiches, and a whole lot more. With eight area locations, you can't go wrong. Pizza Pit, even easier to order on the Pizza Pit app, which you can download today. And, Dennis,
0: don't forget the cookies. cookies. Or the ice cream.
1: Big thanks Ooh. to our friends at Pizza Pit for supporting high school sports in our area. We'll wrap up our preview next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. I'm out of trying to go home. Of my Welcome you back to Middleton High School. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. Alex Strofe alongside the dean of area high school sports dennis semrau and a little bit later than we anticipated but we're just moments away from tip off as madison la the big eight conference champion for the second straight year well not straight i guess but two in a row nonetheless as there was not a big eight season last year but uh they have won two in a row uh as they visit middleton the second place team in the big eight wrapping up regular season play for both of these teams tonight as uh, each team gets set on their respective baseline, lining up for the national anthem, we will meet your starting lineups and tip off the game in just a couple of minutes. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. The game is next.
0: Lately, i've been i've been thinking i want you to be happy. go
1: time from middleton high school the top two teams in the big eight going toe to toe in the regular season finale i could be any more fired up for this one as we get ready for big eight basketball action here on zimber County's presentation of prep mania how you doing everybody alex Strofe alongside the dean of area high school sports. Dennis Semrao, and it's time now to meet your Stoughton Health starting lineups. Nobody plans on getting injured, and when you do, you need help to get back on track. Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon, so it's convenient for your recovery. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health creating excellence together. The starting lineups tonight for the visiting Madison LaFollette Lancers. Armand Lewis, the junior point guard all-tournament team, back at the 608 basketball tournament at the end of December. Kayshawn gibbs the senior guard will start once again averaging over 11 points per game this season Callan lee the senior forward pops his way into the starting lineup joining senior forward cameron yankee and running out the starting lineup sophomore forward quinton lomack who had 24 points last night in a win over verona the conference title clinching win over verona for the home team middleton Gavin Hurley wearing the number one jersey usually worn by point guard Logan Raffle, who is out for the remainder of the season, honoring him tonight on senior night. Nick Meinholtz, a senior. T.J. Bauer, a senior. Mike Roach, a senior. And the junior, Caden Fostick, your starting lineup for the Middleton Cardinals. Ready to go,
0: Dennis? I'm all fired up over here. Uh, I hope you can read the numbers. I'm having a little difficult black on Maroon. maroon? Yeah, that's uh, not idea. After watching the JV, I thought we'd be great tonight, but oh well. Oh well indeed. We, we can see Middleton, the home
1: team. Well, here we go as Cameron Yankee wins the opening tip for Madison LaFollette. Catlin Lee will bring it up, we will hand it off to Armin Lewis, who will set things up for the LaFollet offense using a screen from Yankee at the top of the key. Cuts it back out. Here comes Quentin Lomack down the lane with airing number twenty-three tonight. As he misses it high off the glass rebounded by gavin hurley hurley will bring it up for the cardinals back the other way he's way out near center court on the cardinal decal he passes it to the left side tj bauer bauer on the left wing dribbling in between the legs bounces it inside back out now for bauer pump takes a step inside the arc and drains a long jumper for two it's two to zero middleton in front just 40 seconds in Left corner now, Armand Lewis for LaFollette. He'll drive the baseline, kicks it way back out. Quentin Lomac, right wing, back to the top of the key now for Gibbs. Gibbs for three.
0: And LaFollette's back in front, three to two. Yeah, I'll leave it to the uh, football players, (laughs) all conference players on each team, (laughs) to come out and hit the first baskets for the basketball team tonight. (laughs) Gibbs a great wide receiver, and Bauer was a quarterback and a defensive back wide receiver this year. Dennis
1: loves his multi-sport athletes.
0: Oh, you betcha. A lot of them out here.
1: All right, here we go. Left wing now as Nick Meinholes will drive. He'll pop it back out. Here's Caden Fostick now setting things up top of the key for the Cardinals. Bounce pass to a cutting hurley on the right wing. No passes it back out. Now left corner for Bauer. He pump fakes. He got me. I thought he shot it. Back top of the key now as the crushing defense for Madison will follow it on full display here early. Bauer now left left wing. Pass the top of the key, Mike Roach. Roach hands it off to Gavin Hurley. Now back top of the key, Fostick. He's defended tightly by Lee. Now inside to Roach. Back out for Gavin Hurley for three. Yes. Five to three, Middleton goes back in front of Madison LaFollette as we get going here in the first half at Middleton High School. Lomack will drive. Lost the ball as he drove the baseline it goes out of bounds and we'll go back the direction of the Middleton Cardinals who lead five to three with 15 47 to play in the first half
0: only fitting that uh, Hurley wearing number one for Raffle hits a three to start out yeah, right really? he can Ta- shoot the three there too but not as good as Raffle talk about poetry Logan Raffle again the all-time
1: three-point leader here at Middleton High School out the remainder of the season and there he is once again Caden Fostic on the nice assist from Gavin Hurley We'll get a bucket to go on the left side. Seven to three now. And now the referee walked out to the free throw line to have a word with Fostick. And now he will hand it off to Armin Lewis
0: to inbound for La Follette. I'm the, unsure what, what he, that was he about. He touched the ball when it came through the basket. Okay. Let it let it go. You know, some guys will grab it. That little keep the other team from, you know, getting the ball in bounds a little faster. And here's a dart of a pass from Armin Lewis underneath the
1: Cameron Yankee and one. Nice play between the dynamic duo of Arman Lewis and Cameron Yonke, each over 14 points per game this season, the leaders of this La Follette squad, and they hook up there on an and one basket. Here's Yonke now from the free throw line, shooting 75% from the charity stripe, misses it off the front of the rim, and it's rebounded by Gavin Hurley of Middleton. So we're back the direction of the Cardinals who hold a 7-5 lead. Hurley going to drive all the way down. A late kick to Roach on the right side. He got it to go. Sinks it on a quick layup. Nice adjustment there on the uh, on the quick turnaround from Gavin Hurley, who just sped coast-to-coast coast inside the lane and found a wide-open Mike Roach on the right side for an easy lay-in. It's 9-5. to five. Four Middleton baskets, four different scores. Here's Armand Lewis. Deep three, nothing but net. That guy is so
0: dang smooth. I mean, come on, Dennis. Did you just see Armand Lewis with that swagger yeah, out there? Kerchow calls him the best point guard in the area and one of the best ones in the state. You tend to agree with that? I think th- so. The more he gets to play, the better he is. I tend to
1: agree with that statement. It's the third time we've seen them this year. Fourth for you. And he has just been awesome all year long. Here's a three-point attempt on the other side for Nick Mineholes. We have a whistle, though. As Armand Lewis was on the ground for La Follette, and this foul will go against Caden Fostick of Middleton. That's his first and the first of the game. It's 9-8, to Middleton in front of LaFollette. But the Lancers have the basketball. Lewis wipes off the bottom of his shoes, and now he picks up the basketball. We'll bring it up past the 10-second line now. He uses a screen from Yankee. Top of the key. Steps back for three off the back of the rim. Doesn't go. Rebounded by Nick Meinholtz. He'll bring it the Cardinals way now. Hands it off on the left wing to TJ Bauer. Back to Mineholes now inside. Stolen away by Quinton Lomac. Lost the basketball in front of him. Able to pick it back up. Passes it left wing to Gibbs. Gibbs at the short corner. Kicks it back top of the key. Here comes Armand Lewis with a nice floater off the back of the rim. Offensive rebound though for LaFollette and Yankee was fouled as he went back up with it.
0: Yeah, I mentioned uh, Yankee already second trip to the free throw line. This time for two. And you said pregame, Dennis. He gets
1: to the free throw line quite a bit. They're going to win this game.
0: Yeah, both him and Lewis uh, shooting 75%. You like that, their odds. Here's free throws
1: number two and three for the senior, Cameron Yankee, averaging 15.6 points and five rebounds per game. He makes the first. It's a tie game, 9-9 now with 13.31 to go. And the second of two. That one rattles out. Offensive rebound by Quentin Lomac. Goes up with it on the left side. Can't get that one to go. He actually airballed it from right underneath the basket. Might have gotten a hand on that. Had a uh, Middleton defender, but we're back the Middleton way now. Top of the key. Will Comerford, who's checked in, passes it right wing. That's Gavin Hurley. Hurley kicks the top of the key now. Easton Zemple, the senior, is also checked in. T.J. Bauer pulls it out, kicks it back right side to Comerford. Comerford bounce pass to a cutting Hurley on the right side. Too much mustard on that one, bounces off the back of the glass. We've got a scrap underneath the basket. Hurley comes away with it, and he's fouled as he went back up. 13 minutes to go in the first half. 9-9 remains our score as Gavin Hurley will go to the charity stripe. He's shooting 67% from that area here on the season. Averaging 17 points, 7 rebounds, and four assists per game as a junior as he misses the first off the back of the rim Talk about two junior studs going head to head tonight Dennis is Gavin Hurley from Middleton as he makes his second free throw and regains the lead for Middleton 10 to 9 Goes head to head with the guy bringing the ball up for Lafala. That's Armand Lewis. Two of the best juniors in the area going head to head tonight. Here's Sean Gibbs now, top of the key. He'll so hand it to Armand Lewis. Lewis puts the ball behind his back with his left hand. Passes it now, top of the key, Yankee. Now we're on the right wing. Here's Lee for three. No, too much on that one as well. And we're back the way of Middleton, not Demingway. Just the way of Middleton. <laughs> yes. I keep wanting to call Gavin Hurley, uh, Logan, Logan Raffle, Raffle, as he's is. wearing his jersey in honor of him tonight. Here comes out of nowhere Joe Schwartz, cut from the right baseline, on a nice backdoor cut, got the basketball on the left side of the hoop, and
0: reverse layupped it in. Uh, reserve guard. He'll get a lot more minutes tonight with uh, Raffle being out too. Here's Armand Lewis now on the
1: left wing. Lewis from the free throw line spots up and shoots. Ooh, it rattled out. But on the rebound, oh, I thought Middleton stepped out of bounds. There. They're actually going to rule at Middleton basketball.
0: I thought Will Comerford came down with a rebound. I think, uh, he uh, tried to throw the bounce, and I think it hit the line first. And you can he hear the Madison LaFollette
1: fan section going bananas. Jock Riak has checked into the game yeah. for the first time all season. Coming off of an ACL tear. Last year, he is in the game for the first time all season, and you can see he's battle-tested. Blocks it under the hoop, Jack React, Welcome back. Got a block to start things off on the other end. Now Quentin Lomack will drive on the baseline, up and good on the left side. Hoo-hoo-hoo. You can tell react Dennis is pumped to be back on the floor. Oh, you bet. And he's going to plug up that inside area like his brother did for a majority of this season. You got an eraser inside there. That's big. Here's a three-point attempt for Comerford. That doesn't go. Rebounded by Easton Zempel, who's defended by React. He fought away with that one. And now Hurley will set things up, work it against Gibbs. Kicks it left side. Joe Schwartz, he'll get the screen from Comerford, drive, kicks it back out top of the key for Zempel, Zempel will pull the three top of the key, got it to go 15 to 11 Middleton in front of La Follette with 10 and a half minutes to play in this first half as Gibbs
0: kicks it left side, Yonke Yankee to Gibbs. Zempel matched up on React inside. They're banging around. They're pretty good.
1: Yankee goes up with it on the left side. That doesn't go. Rebounded by Comerford. We're back the Middleton direction with ten and a half to play, or just under ten and a half, excuse me, to play. As Hurley has it on the left wing, he hands it off. Zempel will work it to the right wing, and now he hands it off to T.J. Bauer. Bauer back top of the key for Zempel. Zempel now to Hurley. He gives Zemple, Zempel gives Hurley a screen. Hurley shoots a three, doesn't go. Offensive rebound by T.J. Bauer. Back top of the key now for Comerford. Back to Zemple on the left wing. Inside, Hurley. Pump fakes goes up and then the left side up and good. It's 17 to 11.
0: Nice lob inside there for uh, Zemple.
1: Now it looks as if Mason Kleinsmith rocking the number three jersey tonight. Dennis, am I correct on that? Yep. As he hands it to Lomac, who drives from the right side. All the way into the paint, up and good. A nice floater there by Quinton Lomac, who had 24 in a game just last night. TJ Bauer will work on the left wing. Goes in between the legs, brings it in, puts it back out. We've got a charge on Bauer as he passed it away. As Jock Riak will now check out of the game, Callan Lee checks back in for the Lancers. A couple of good minutes there. He got a block in his first defensive possession back all year. Pretty neat moment there.
0: Yeah, they're going to monitor his minutes tonight, obviously, just coming back. That could be an X-factor here coming in the playoff time. Not a lot of film on him. No film on him coming into You're tonight.
1: Zero of it. You're absolutely correct. Yankee now on the right wing will hand it off to Lee. He brings it top of the key with the left hand, dribbles in between the legs twice, now back to the right hand. As he's still at the top of the key, kicks it just right of him, the Cameron Yankee. Yankee will work at left side. Marie LaRue, who's checked in for the first time. Passes it Armand Lewis, left corner. Now inside. Yankee goes up. Up and good. Heavy contact. No whistle blown, but he'll get the bucket to fall. It's 17 to 15. Middleton still leads. Under the eight-and-a-half-minute mark now here in the first half. As Nick Mineholes will control. Oh, looked underneath for Caden Fostick, but Fostick just didn't see it coming. It goes straight out of bounds into a deep, dark tunnel behind that basket. And it will go back to LaFollette direction, looking to either tie this game or take the lead. Armand Lewis will slowly bring it up. Temper the expectations here for that Middleton defense. He kicks it right side. Marie LaRue. LaRue back to Klein Smith on the left wing. Klein Smith pump fakes. Now he'll drive up just in front of the free throw line. Kicks it back right wing. Callan Lee for three. Yes, sir. And LaFollette's back in front. 18 to 17. And a timeout taken. By Kevin Bavery and Middleton here as they... Fall behind Lafalut for the first time in about 11 minutes. It's 18 to 17. Lafalut leads Middleton. Similarly to how they do in the Big Eight standings, the number one and number two team in the Big Eight going head to head in this regular season finale on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Do want to tell you about our friends at UW Credit Union because they're online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. You can explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers do nothing but create digital banking solutions that are designed for you. You can learn more at uwcu.org. UW Credit Union, the proud sponsor and partner on the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. We'll hear from ours tomorrow. So you've got another game tomorrow, Dennis. Busy man you are.
0: Yeah, tomorrow night uh, will be Sauk Prairie, a five seed at McFarland, a four seed.
1: Some great talent in that game and girls' basketball action tomorrow on Zimbraconda's presentation of Mania. All right, back to work here at Middleton High School. Middleton with the basketball down by a point. It's 18-17 LaFollette leads. Gavin Hurley brings it up, but he'll kick it way left to Nick Mineholz. Now playing a little basketball against this zone that – it looks like a 1-3-1 one, one that Lafalva is in defensively. Hurley on the right side kicks it at the free throw line. Now underneath Tanner Ballweg, Ballweg back out here top of the key. Now left corner, quick passing, quick shot from Joe Schwartz, who sinks a three-point shot. They're back in front, 20 to 18. But here comes a speedy Armand Lewis all the way to the rack, bounces twice off the rim, doesn't go. Yankee there for the offensive rebound and was fouled on his way back up, so he'll go to the line to shoot two. We'll pause 10 seconds quick for station identification. This is Conda's presentation of Mania. Hi, this is Dave Kane. You're listening to Madison's Home of the Bucks, a good karma brand radio station, 100.5 ESPN WTLX, Monona, Madison. Cameron Yonke sunk his first free throw to make this a one-point game, 2019. Good weather that year with 7-11 on the clock. and Yankee looking to tie this game up with his second free throw which he cannot do rattles out rebounded by gavin hurley of middleton we're back their way with a one-point lead 2019 seven minutes to go and here we go middleton's offense working against this little at 1-3-1 zone no actually take it back they've dropped back into man and cameron Yankee steals it away kicks it left side right side rather for calin lee who's up and good with a layup and the lead back to LaFolla. The score is it says on the scoreboard is twenty twenty-one. The weather that year wasn't as good as twenty nineteen.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've got a foul. And <laughs> the problem we have is they're not putting the fouls up on the scoreboard. I noticed at all. that, Dennis.
1: I noticed that. And they're not put they have got one of those nice big scoreboards that tells you fouls and points, and they're not doing that either.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh Kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's. All right. But uh, what's going on? Here? Earlier, what's the, what's the to... confusion on the floor? We've got
1: two referees at each coach's bench. It might be a blood timeout. I'm not sure what
0: what they're looking yeah, for. A blood timeout. Somebody, they're looking at the floor here. So here, you got to clean it up. Here, it looked like Joe Schwartz uh, from Middleton
1: is wiping up his shoes, and he's checked out of the game. So it might have had something to do with him. Maybe a little cut on the finger or something. Uh, but I was confused. That's why, why we had stoppage there. It was not a foul.
0: Uh, here comes the uh, athletic, certified athletic trainer. She will uh, take care of business here. So a free timeout for both teams here. There you go.
1: A CAT, certified athletic trainer. Do they ever call them cats? Is that, a, is that a medical
0: term or am I making that up? No, uh, it's, it's the certified part is the part they take a lot of pride in. <laughs> and Wisconsin being a, a great place for athletic trainers. I mean, uh, when I travel with the Badgers, I got to go with some good ones—Gordy Stoddard, Joe Green—and um, that's who I room with too. They room with the trainer. Oh, did you? Yeah, when I was with a baseball team, we had we'd lose a doubleheader on a Saturday. Coaches would be upset. They just want to get out of there, and I'd have to be talking, you know, getting some stuff together, yeah. writing the story, because I'd be sending stuff back to the papers. And they, occasionally, they would just take off without me, and the Gordy or Joe would make sure they came back and got me. I made sure I had somebody to eat with, so yeah, your best friend is your trainer. No doubt about it as they are continuing the cleanup on the court.
1: The fan sections have taken it into their own hand to go a little back and forth. Well, Follett says,
0: why so quiet? Middleton says, we can't hear you. It's pretty good a wide empty section over. There. That's normally where the Middleton band would be. I got gotcha. it. was thinking, but a pretty good student section. If we were on that other side, we wouldn't be seen because they're all standing all the way up to the top we've got spirit yes we do we've got spirit
1: how about you they go back and forth with. i love a little smack talk between the fan sections because dennis i'll tell you when i was in high school i did plenty of it (laughs) i believe it
0: (laughs) hey dennis i've got spirit yes i do i've got spirit how about you i do too well I went to an all-boys school three of my four years, so we didn't have female cheerleaders out there. But we had some guys that got pretty crazy. Yeah, we were pretty inventive. And when you go to a Catholic school, they they don't expect you to say much. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Young teenagers are teenagers no matter what.
1: All right, back to work here for Middleton's offense as uh, everything has been cleaned up off the floor. A missed layup there by Gavin Hurley, was tightly defended by Marie LaRue. He got the rebound. Speeds the other way. Jack Reack up and in. He tried to dunk it, I think, Dennis, but he came a little short. Uh, But he pretty much just finger-rolled it in. His first points of the
0: season. Make sure you make the basket. That's good.
1: And uh, talk about a celebrity outing. Mike Jocko has just walked in to record this one tonight. Oh, Jocko's news in the house. As uh, Middleton gets one in. It's 22-23 as LaFollette still hangs on to the lead. Mason Kleinsmith works top of the key. Kicks it left side. Armand Lewis back top of the key. Now Marie LaRue back to Lewis now. Lewis cuts inside on the baseline. Kicks it right corner. Marie LaRue for three off the, off the back. Uh, left is shy of the iron. Bounces high and rebounded by Gavin Hurley of Middleton. Hurley brings it up the court. Works from the left wing. Stolen away. Poked away by React. Picked up though by Fostic, who drives and is fouled on his way up. Marie Larue tried to take a charge, but called for the block. So Caden Fostic will go to the line, not only to tie this game up, but with the potential to regain the lead, down a point. It's 22 to
0: 23. He'll follow it in front. <sighs> Yeah, they're loving to play on both ends. Only seven fouls here so far in the first, what, 12 and a half minutes. And he makes the first of
1: two, so this game once again.
0: There we go. the scoreboard goes. It's there tied. he goes. Now it's
1: tied. Yeah. Thought maybe my eyes deceived me somehow, but... Uh, there it goes. So 23 to 23 is your score. As looks to regain the lead for Middleton. Can't do it. We're tied up. Here comes LaFollett. Armand Lewis. Left wing. He kicks it left corner for Gibbs, who drives the baseline. Up and in on oh, the left beautiful. side. Great shot by Kayshawn Gibbs. 25-23. LaFollette in front with five minutes to go in this first half. And here comes a cutting Mineholes who is fouled by React. on the drive it will not be a shooting foul but it will be the third against madison The foul. five currently against middleton with 5 10 to go in the first half and non-shooting foul so they'll have the inbound underneath their own basket fostick with those duties he finds easton zemple in the left corner back top key now for tj bauer Bauer defended tightly all the way out at center court by Armand Lewis. Look at this defense by Lewis. Right wing now, Hurley, defended by Lee. He kicks it back top of the key. Here's a handoff. I felt good pressure man to man. Yeah, there really is. I mean, they are they are not letting anything fly outside the arc. Zempel will hand it off to Schwartz. Schwartz now
0: inside, for Zempel, to a cutting uh, Fostick who stepped out of bounds. Found a way to get a nice bounce pass into the paint, but couldn't control it. 25-23, LaFollette in front of
1: Middleton. LaFollette with the basketball. Armand Lewis, the point guard, passes it left corner for Quinton Lomac. Lomac inside for React goes out of bounds Ooh. off the knee of React. Back to Middleton
0: direction now, under four and a half to play in the first half. This timing's going to be off with plays like that. It's a matter of time to get back O'Leary. in.
1: I saw Cameron Yankee, who React checked in for, was getting cleaned up by a trainer. Had a cut on his chest, it looked like. So I assume we'll see him back in momentarily. But Riak can he get some minutes for the first time all season once again? Returning from an ACL injury he suffered last spring. Kayshawn Gibbs is defending tightly Hurley, who drives the baseline. He kicks it out. Now back in the corner to Hurley. Hurley gets a screen from Easton Zempel. Kicks it top of the key for Fostic. Fostick works it right side now for Schwartz. Schwartz. Passes it to Zemple. Zemple finds Minehole's left corner. Back top of the key now. Here's Hurley on the right wing for three. That doesn't go. Rebounded tightly by Quinton and Lomac. He fought through two Middleton Cardinals to get that one. And now he brings it the other way. Passes it. Just about four feet in front of the arc for Armand Lewis, who Beautiful. makes a couple of moves and drives all the way in. Lays it in for nothing but net. It's 27-23. to LaFollette's lead extended. Was- Armand Lewis so smooth been quiet for a while now with five points. Left corner now is Hurley. He'll find Schwartz on the left wing. Back to the corner and a foul called against React.
0: Just a second foul for a team foul here. Getting, uh, pretty well played game. Solid defense on both sides. Sticking with Amanda man Foul man soft. Showed us some 1-3-1 one, one on the last time down and Middleton waiting to see. Uh, LaFalde hasn't hit much from the outside yet, so waiting for Middleton to unveil their 1-3-1 with Hurley up at the top. Should be coming.
1: Back to work now for the Middleton offense. Zempel controls top of the key, finds his buddy Nick mineholes on the left wing. Mineholes will pull it out at near center court. I mean, look at this defense by Armand Lewis-Dennis. It is so... Huh right on the ball and then a screen to a switch as Callan Lee will follow Nick Mineholes there. So each team with five fouls now with three minutes to go in the first half.
0: Yeah Mineholz they know 14 points first time around against the Lancers yet to score tonight. Only starter not
1: in the scorebook. Here's the inbound. It will be to T.J. Bauer. Bauer will put it right back into the hands of Gavin Hurley, averaging over 17 points at seven rebounds per game this season. Comerford controls. Hands it off to T.J. Bauer on the left wing. He'll go post up inside. That's where he'll get the basketball working against Gibbs. A fade away from the block. Air balls it. Rebounded by Callum Lee of Lafala. Here comes Armand Lewis. Behind the back pass to Gibbs. He lost the basketball. That goes out of bounce off the leg, it looked like, up Gibbs with two and a half minutes to go in the first half.
0: T.J. Bauer got a nice hand in there off the leg. Cut him with a steal.
1: Seemed like Gibbs' hands were working a little bit too fast for his body there.
0: That'll happen not every of, once in a you know, while, right? Out of control, but you like the aggressiveness, attacking the rim. Definitely.
1: 27-23, La in front of Middleton. Here's T.J. Bauer of the Cardinals. Passes it left wing. That's where Hurley will control. Hurley will drive. Back out for Comerford. Back right wing now. T.J. Bauer. Bauer gets a screen. He kicks it back to the right wing as he moved to center court. Mine holes now. He'll drive baseline from the right side. Lost the basketball in front of Little Follett Bench. Picks it back up. Gets it to Zemple. Zemple kicks it to Comerford. Comerford on the left wing. Dribbled once. Picked it up. Lost his dribble. Hands it off to a cutting. T.J. Bauer on the left wing. Bauer. Oh, he slipped. Back up on his feet. He kept his dribble the entire time. No, they no, called it a travel. Yeah. I thought he kept his dribble then. So yeah. What did you see? I
0: thought he did too. He had the ball down. Feet slipped, but he was still dribbling.
1: I thought it was Babier's like a little move. Thing. Yeah, Baby's
0: like, wait a minute. Baker's like, yeah.
1: What? I'm not sure how that was a travel, but we don't wear the stripes for a reason. 1.45 to play in this first half. Still a four-point LaFollette Le lead. Looking to add on to that here. Lomack on the right wing. He'll drive with the right hand all the way up and oh. good. What a play by Quinton Lomack, the junior. And with 94 seconds to play in this first half, Kevin Bavery will use his second timeout. Big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers has hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. They've also increased their starting wages to $18 per hour and up for open positions including assemblers welders painters and more head over to stowjobs.com that's stojobs.com. Stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunities 29-23 with 134 to play LaFollette the first place team and the conference champion in the big eight leads second place Middleton here on their home court it's senior night and the final game of the regular season
0: Yeah, fans with a couple of signs over there, the player pictures on them. I noticed also, Dennis,
1: that the, uh, the Middleton fan section is doing one of these new trends. It's called the White Lie T-shirt. They're wearing white T-shirts, and they're written on with lies with Sharpies. Now, they're a little bit uh-huh. too far away.
0: Yeah, just quite see what they are.
1: Uh, somebody is wearing one that says, I got into UW for my grades. <laughs> Can you tell who that is? Because oh. I imagine he had, didn't get into UW for his grades at that time His T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to work now. Under 90 <laughs> seconds to go as Hurley brings it up the floor. He kicks it left corner for T.J. Bauer, who gets a screen from Fostick. Bauer directing traffic with his right hand. We'll bring it over to the right side of the floor. Kicks it back left, though, for Fostick. Fostick. Hands it over to Hurley, tries to give him a screen, which he doesn't use. Now he works at baseline, pulls it back out, gives it to Fostic, who carries it across the right side of the floor. That's where he'll meet T.J. Bauer. He dribbles and pulls it back out from the free throw line, kicks it to Easton Zemple. Zempel, top of the key, goes left side now for Mineholes. Mineholes will pass it now, right side, back inside for Zemple. Zemple back out. Fostic will drive. He'll pull up for a jumper about six feet out, rattles out. 45 seconds to go, rebounded by LaFalla. Here comes a quick Quinton Lomac. He'll pull up for a long two. Got it to go. Eight-point lead now for LaFollette as we inch the 32nd mark in this first half. It's 31-23. to 23. And the call from Kevin Bavery is one shot. One shot for Middleton as we're under 30 seconds. Gavin Hurley controls. Just past the 10-second line. Crosses over at the left side. Spins. Kicks it back out. Easton Zemple for three. No off the front of the rim. Doesn't go. Quinton Lomac rebounded that ball and got two Middleton Cardinals to fall to the floor off. Just bouncing off his body. He got hit hard there. <laughs> Ten seconds to go now. Armand Lewis on the right wing. He drives all the way inside. and He's fouled on his way up. Man, he's, he's smooth. He just split four different Middleton defenders.
0: Put on the floor. Left hand up off the glass. Just came up short like to see him finish that, but uh, with the foul, he'll take take the two free throws. His first trip to the line tonight, by the way.
1: Important note there. You, you mentioned in the pregame, if both Cameron Yonke and Armand Lewis can get to the free throw line a lot, the Follett will win this game. Now, Lewis, with the opportunity to make this a double-digit lead, unable to do so. Misses his first
0: and well, two, but can still make it nine. Then of course, we'd like him to make them. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Cameron's two for five and now 0 for 1 here, so two of six in the first attempts there well, he, missed, we go. he
1: makes the second it's a nine point lead 32 to 23 and here's a heave <laughs> spin around heave as time expired by Caden Fostic from about half court unable to make it so it remains a nine point Lafilet lead as each team heads to the locker room 32 23 your score at the break We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back, recap what happened in the first, preview what's to come in the second half. This is Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Welcome you back to Middleton High School. Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania here on 100.5 ESPN. The ESPN app and Wisconsin on demand. Madison LaFollette, the Big 8 champions this year in boys basketball. Leading Middleton at halftime. 32-23 your score. A nine-point lead. For Madison LaFollette, 32-23. And they've been terrific all year long. 16-4 and overall, 15-2 and in Big 8 play. And a conference-clinching win last night at Verona. Or, excuse me, hosting Verona. And that was also head coach Kurtrell Robinson's 100th career win. So a big 24-hour period here for Madison LaFalla. And that's the type of turnaround you need to prepare for, right? I mean, you're going to get this in the playoffs coming up here next week. Uh, you'll play a Friday night game right into a Saturday night regional or sectional final, depending on the week. So. Uh, it's certainly uh, not a bad thing to end your regular season with a back-to-back like Madison LaFollette has done here tonight, and they they don't look like they played last night, I'll tell you that much. 32-23 to 23 is your score at the break. I'll be rejoined by the Dean Dennis Semrao here shortly. He's down at the scorebook, or excuse me, the scorer's table, looking at the scorebook, trying to make sure he has his stats correct, uh, which... The thing is with Dennis Semra, I look at Hunter Vaughn here, who's uh, producing our video stream. If you're listening on the radio and want to watch the video, it's free. Just go to WisconsinOnTheMan.com, check out the video stream. He does a great job with it, but I'm looking at him. Dennis knows everybody, and he kind of does what he wants when he goes to high schools. It's, it's fantastic. He's the coolest guy I know. I mean, he knows everybody, um, and it's fascinating to watch how he operates because uh, he's been doing it for so long. and and doing it at such a high level, covering high school sports in this area. So we appreciate his hard work to go down there and check his scorebook, make sure he's got everything right and giving us the right information uh, when he rejoins us here shortly. But uh, once again, your score at the half, 32-23 as LaFollette leads Middleton here at Middleton High School, a regular season finale uh, here. on, And it just flew by, man. I mean, it does every year. I said that with football season too, but it flew by once again here for basketball. We've got a great regional matchup in girl, on the girls' basketball side of things tomorrow night as McFarland plays host to Sauk Prairie. It's a 5-4 matchup in the regionals. And uh, Jesse Nelson and Dennis Semra will have that one for you tomorrow night. 7 o'clock coverage starts here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app. And uh, Wisconsin, no video stream tomorrow. Or is there video? No video stream tomorrow. So just uh, you can still get the audio. On Wisconsin on demand uh, tomorrow again. Your half score: 32-23. Madison Lafallette in front of Middleton. We will be rejoined by Dennis Semra to go over what happened in the first half. I mean that stats-wise, and we will preview what's to come in the second half. That's next. It's Zimbra Conda's presentation of Pretmania. Here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. We're brought to you by Zimbra Honda for nearly 50 years. Zimbra Honda has provided provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbra Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a newer used Honda, do yourself a favor. Go visit Zimbra Honda in Madison today or check out current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. We'll continue to preview the second half next. Welcome back to Middleton High School at Zimbraconda's presentation of pret Dancing, Alex. <laughs> I was going to love. call you Dancing, Dennis Great our love.
0: Golden earring. Only but a goodie. Only but a goodie,
1: indeed. Get ready for second half action here as Madison LaFollette in front of Middleton, 32-23. to 23. Middleton will start the second half with position, working from our right. Two are left in the white jerseys, white pants, red lettering and numbering. And away we go. Here we go. Second half action from Middleton High School. They're down nine, but they can cut into it right away with the basketball. Here come the Cardinals. T.J. Bowers got it in the left corner. He'll kick a top of the key to Fostick. Fostick hands it off to Mineholes. Mineholes goes inside for Fostick. Ooh, it was a nice pass, but couldn't quite finish it as Kayshawn Gibbs comes away with it for LaFollette. He spins around, finds Callen Lee outside for three. That doesn't go. Rebounded
0: by Gavin Hurley. We're back in the direction of the Cardinals. Hurley nine to lead all scores there. Middleton in the first half and Lomac with eight leading LaFollette. So nobody in double digits quite yet, but a couple players
1: on the brink of that as TJ, or excuse me, Nick Mineholes is fouled. He drove the baseline here just in front of us and uh, was pushed out of bounds, but they'll call it a foul there.
0: 14 points for Meinholz first time around and scoreless here. LaFollette's done a good job of denying him the ball and pressuring him. He doesn't take any bad shots. There's just nothing open. Well, how about a nice pass there for Meinholz out of bounds to Mike Roach on the out of bounds play,
1: but he missed the shot.
0: And that's his third foul now for yeah.
1: Roach. Yeah, Mike Roach called for his third foul here early in the second half, so something to keep an eye on here for the senior center. He's the tallest guy on the floor at 6'5". Uh, so something certainly to keep an eye on as we roll on here just under a minute into this second half. Kayshawn Gibbs will control on the left side. Uh, the 1-3-1 one, one press here for
0: Middleton on this defensive possession as they come out of the break. This is what they went to the first time around. They got them back in the ballgame in the second half. one 3 run. Well, Cal and Lee shoots
1: another three. That doesn't go. I need him to make one so I can just yell, leave for three. It's a nice, easy enunciation, you know? Like That's what we look for is play-by-play, guys. All right, 16.45 to go. Gavin Hurley crossing over top of the key for Middleton. He'll drive and float it in. And one. And he went down hard. A couple of guys did as uh, they come back to their feet. Uh, Cameron Ionke, the one that took the blocking foul. And uh, Gavin Hurley going to go to the line just shooting one after the made floater. Really nice play
0: there by the junior, but uh, not with... That is the uh, definition of a floater. <laughs> and missed the free throw. Missed the
1: free throw indeed. And look at speedy Armand Lewis bringing it back the other way. Bounce pass to Callan Lee in the corner. Back top of the key now. Armand Lewis going to gut it underneath for Cameron Yonke. And what are you kidding me? Come on. Armond Lewis just showing why he is being renowned as one of the best guards in the area. That was bananas, Dennis. That was a risky freaking pass, and he converted it.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And again, who's at the free throw line? Cameron Yonke. Cameron Yonke, who will be our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week next week. He sure will be. He missed the
1: free throw there Dennis, once again. And here we go Middleton. It's 34 to 25. Remains a 9-point game for the lead as a Gavin Hurley drives all the way to the rack, spins and puts up a layup. Misses it. Here the other way, Arvin Lewis finds Callan Lee who was cherry picking at half court there. He went up and got it to go on the left side. Initially thought about a dunk and then realized, "Oh, eh, I'm not quite up high enough." But it's an 11-point lead now for the Lancers, their largest of the game. And here we go, a pass stolen away as Mike Roach was looking inside. It was popped away by Armin Lewis. We're back the other way. Armin Lewis takes a quick three, misses that, and rebounded by Middleton. So it's 36-25. LaFollette in front with 15.45 to go. Mineholes. Roach now inside to Fostick up and good on the right side. Quick, quick couple of passes around the Rosie, and they found a wide open. Caden Fostick underneath for two. So the lead's down to nine now for La Follette. As Kayshawn Gibbs finds Armand Lewis, trying to break this 1 3 1. Gibbs and Lewis set up in between that top guy, Hurley. Gibbs will drive now, and it's poked away by Hurley. Here comes Hurley, coast to coast. Lost the basketball. No, a foul called on Quentin Lomack. And he's saying, What? That was clean. His second foul.
0: And are we going to go to the line? Nope, we're going to have that one underneath. This is pretty, pretty vocal of a offense in front yeah, of us no, here. no doubt about it. What do you mean? A foul. A foul? In that, basketball? Was clean, really? that was clean. That was clean.
1: That's what they always say, right? Right. All right. Left wing now is where Nick Meinholz controls for the Cardinals offense. He gets a screen wide open for the three. First Nothing one. but that. There it is. Breaks the ice. Nick Mineholes hits his 42nd three of the season. Leads the active team. Of course, Logan Raffle is out for the year ahead of him. As Cameron Yonke answers on the other side, though, with a quick layup. Strove the baseline. Nobody home, and he got it to go. So the lead is 8. 38-30. LaFollette in front of Middleton. Under 15 minutes now. Top of the key, Hurley will drive. Foul called as a reach in. I believe this will go against Callum Lee, who is in defense. Tim,
0: can we read the fingers? Is that a 1 1?
1: It's a 1 0. It's a 1 0 on Gibbs. I don't even know that he was in the area there, Dennis. I wonder if it was an off the ball foul. <laughs> Close enough for
0: government work. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's a three point attempt from Nick Meinholz. Does it go offensive rebound up and in, though, on the putback by Caden Fosdick, who is hanging around down low, six foot six.
0: Fosdick now with
1: nine. And Kayshawn Gibbs will find Armin Lewis on the right wing for three. No, goes off. I thought he was going to bank it home. Doesn't go. Now the basketball has bounced into a very compromising area. Uh, between the two hallways I just saw a staff member walk back there Oh, she got the basketball But theres I just see a bunch of tables and volleyball posts back there <laughs> So I imagine that's probably not a fun area to climb in Alright, LaFollette still at offense Here's the inbound It'll go to the other side of the court As Armin Lewis will go back and get it at the opposite end
0: That's the trainer's area The certified athletic trainer's area right the there The cat's area? Yeah, it's the cat's area, yep She's down there hanging out Guarding, <laughs> guarding the baseline there for the uh, home Cardinals you know, Dennis, I don't know that anybody will
1: call us the best broadcast booth, but I bet they will say we, we have, have the, the most, most fun. <laughs> Jinx. We sure do. Armin Lewis hands it off to Reak, who's back in the game. Lost the ball. Goes up, and he just wants points, man. It's his first game of the year. Can't get it to go. It's stolen away by Middleton. Here comes T.J. Bauer. Kicks it back top of the key for Mineholes. Mineholes gets a nice screen from Fosdick. But he'll stay right in that area, standing on the cardinal beak at center court. Now he'll bring it right side. Hands it to Hurley. Hurley will set things up top of the key. He finds Zimple. Zimple tosses it inside for Fosdick. And a whistle blown, but Kayshawn Gibbs is
0: furious. Yeah. Gibbs is not happy with that call. Zimple was trying to get position and pushing, and he, he sort of lost his balance and fell. Gibbs backed away from him. He, uh Zemple fell, and Gibbs gets the foul. He's like, I didn't do anything. He fell.
1: Oh, how about this a little layup alley-oop on the out-of-bounds play as Gavin Hurley goes up and just floats it in. And what's the whistle for now? Timeout for LaFollette as the lead has been cut to four. 38-34 LaFollette in front of Middleton with 12.56 to play. In this one, UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers with digital banking solutions designed for you. You can learn more at uwcu.org. That's uwcu.org. 12.56 12:56 to play here at Middleton High School as the Cardinals trail Madison. Will follow 34 to 38. Oh, and now we've got an issue going on with a fan section. I just saw an Uh-oh. assistant athletic director run over there, so I'll keep an eye on that. But we're back to play here at Middleton High School. Kayshawn gives a one, again, this 1 3 1 zone on here for Middleton's defense leads to a Callan Lee three, but no dice there. Back the other way now for Middleton. Hurley just gonna body his way inside up and good. I mean, that's a man's play, Dennis. Yep, and a nice bank shot, too. 36 38. It's only a two point La Follette lead. This is the smallest it's been in, I don't know, 20 minutes of game time? That 1-3-1 one, one is working, Dennis. You were correct on that. Is Armand Lewis going to drive all the way to the rack? He's fouled on his way up. So he'll go to the charity stripe, shooting two. Looking to tack on a couple more points to this already two-point lead for Madison
0: LaFollette. It's like Comerford, 25, pick up the foul.
1: First of two is good. of two good four point game 40 to 36 makes it a two possession game oh boy and there's a loose pass as hurley was looking for comerford it went off his right hand and fell right into the lap of nick meinholz luckily it would have otherwise went into the lap of an assistant coach on the middleton bench goes back to hurley on the right wing who drives it crosses the court on the left side up and good with the left hand 38 40 with 12 minutes to go oh man we've got a good one here On Prep mania marie larue top of the key now for klein smith back to larue on the right corner top of the key lewis lewis goes back to larue in the right corner back to lewis now crosses it left corner for cameron back out to lewis back to the right corner for larue back to lewis on the right wing now he'll dribble it out and bring it to the top of the key and pull things out and set things up Cross pass now on this 1-3-1 zone. He'll give it to Kleinsmith. Kleinsmith, Smith's defenders. No look pass to react. Bounces out for Yankee, And a foul called underneath against Middleton.
0: Yeah, it looked like a possible trip there on Middleton. Yeah, it goes against Joe Schwartz. who was down on the floor. And I think uh, the foul block, chipped yeah, tripped over him, yeah.
1: Blocking foul, they were called. But, yes, a, a trip as well uh, in there. A little bit of a scrum. Not quite the extent we saw at the Kohl Center, by any means, a couple days back. But uh, Chippy play nonetheless. Here's the pass to the other side of the court. Armand Lewis finds Marie LaRue. LaRue finds Lewis in the left corner. Now he quicks it in the air. The Kleinsmith. Kleinsmith oh. cuts it underneath for Cameron Yankee, And Yankee just couldn't hang on to it. That had to be going 60 miles an that was hour a bullet it might be the fastest pass i've seen all season those jam a lot of fingers those passes yeah i've got two of them to, to speak for both of my pinkies all messed up from incidents like that as fostick misses a layup on the middleton side quentin lomac will pull up from the free throw line doesn't go tried to follow his own shot up can't get that to fall and now we're back to the direction of middleton as armand lewis
0: is going to be called for a foul Yeah, his first. Yeah. yeah, try to gamble there a little bit on a steal on the sideline and no avail. So you say just his first, Dennis, but the
1: implications that has for La Follette's team is a little bit bigger because that's, that's the their sixth. sixth so that's the last one they can afford until we're in the bonus and there's still over 10 minutes to play. Roach controls on the left wing. He hands it off to Hurley. Hurley using the baseline, kicks it back out. TJ Bauer finds. Mineholes, top of the key. Mineholes goes the direction of Fosdick. Now back to Mineholes on the right wing. Gets a screen from Fosdick. Kicks it back out. Hurley for three on the left corner. No. Rebounded by Kleinsmith of La Follette. Here comes Mason Kleinsmith. Using that smooth ball handle. He went behind the back and kicked it to the right corner. There's a foul called there, but what a smooth move by Mason Kleinsmith. That was sweet.
0: (laughs) T.J. Bauer, meanwhile, picks up a foul here in his second. Oh, man. Yeah, we're picking up the fouls here. We had the uh, first half, six for Middleton, five for LaFollette. Now it's the other way around, five for Middleton, six for LaFollette. We've still got more than half the second half to go. Armand Lewis
1: fakes a pass. Now he finds Smith. He's going to shoot a really long three. Oh, my goodness. He was from way that. I think he shot that from Sun Prairie. <laughs> he missed it, but... Uh long three nonetheless here's a three of Middleton's own that one taken by Nick Meinholz from the right corner doesn't go rebounded by Klein-Smith once again and here's some more smooth handles on display for Mason Klein-Smith trying to break this 1-3-1 zone for Middleton Lomac left corner back up to Armand Lewis back down now to Lomac who's taken about two steps inside the arc back inside the Lomac here we go kicks it out Klein-Smith pump fakes now he shoots a three up no good rebounded by Lomac Lomac up and several whistles blow what's the call here I believe it will be on the ground Dennis yeah
0: that's a foul looks like on three on Bauer and it's his third
1: three on Bauer three on Mike Roach that's two of the five starters for Middleton with three fouls with nine and a half minutes to go Harmon Lewis, the inbound pass to Quinton. Lomack and one. Just went up and got it, got it to go in, and he was fouled on his way up.
0: Looks like, and it's on Roach, and that's his fourth. And we're shooting bonus the rest of the way for Lafollette. Yeah, each team now going to be in the bonus from this point forward
1: as Lomac converts the and one. 24 last night, having a heck of a night again tonight.
0: Is him 11-8 in the first half.
1: And now a full-court press-on for Madison La Follette who's hanging on to a five-point lead. 43-38, 9.20 to go. Marie LaRue, full-court pressure on Gavin Hurley. He kicks it up to T.J. Bauer in the left corner. He's defended tightly by Klein-Smith. Back at the top of the key now for Zemple. Zemple finds Fostick top of the key. He gives it to Bauer. Bauer dribbles with the right hand all the way inside. Kicks it back out. Stolen away by Armand Lewis. Lewis fires it forward for Quentin Lomac, who finds Yonke on the left side. He went up, but it was a jump ball as he came right back down with it, and there was a Middleton defender on it. It'll stay with LaFollette, though, from underneath. We go under nine minutes. 8.55 to go. Still a five-point LaFollette lead.
0: Good defensive follow, attacking aggressively the rim that time. And
1: Inbound, Lewis for three, no, rebounded by T.J. Bauer.
0: Yeah, like uh, like too many threes here right now, teams are, but teams are getting a little frustrated. you got to be patient. It's not there. Work the screens, work some time off the clock, and get that open look.
1: Zemple holds on the right wing for Middleton. He finds Fostick, who finds a cutting. Bauer, Oh, he missed the layup, oh. though. Is uh, he dr- had a nice backdoor cut wide open on the left side. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> Look at right. Smith. Just picked up his dribble in the middle of the paint. Pump faked. Got two people to jump and went underhand with it. Missed it, but it goes out of bounds off of Middleton Defender. Stays with LaFollette here, who hangs on to a five-point lead. 43-38. 8.28 to play. <laughs>
0: clenchman all of 5'8. If he's if he's 5'8. Right. right. He was pretty small out there. He is a scrapper. And now turnover. Back the direction of Middleton now.
1: fosdick controls right wing. Hands it off to Nick Mineholes. Mineholes finds Zempel top of the key. Now inside Fosdick. He'll go up against LaRue. And he got it the flaw. Three-point game now, 43-40. LaRue all the way on the other end, just pulled up for a long two. Armand Lewis threw that from the opposite free-throw line. LaRue took one dribble and pulled up for two. What a nice play there by Marie LaRue. 45-40. LaFollette hangs on to the lead.
0: What a time for his
1: first points of the game, too. Yeah, no kidding. As Nick Mineholes will control, using that left hand to dribble it down the left side of the lane. Doesn't get it to go. Yonke there for the rebound. He'll kick it forward again for LaRue. Larue picks up his dribble, and he's in the right corner now for three, three. Yes, Marie Larue, number five, with five straight points. And Marie Larue, Dennis, who was moved out of the starting lineup
0: tonight, shows "Huh, ah, maybe I shouldn't have been." No, he's uh, Lee's been playing pretty well, so they brought they bringing Larue off, but. You can see that three. That's one of his strengths, being able to stretch defenses. He had a long two, and then, well, might as well step back one more foot and get an extra point for it, and he did. And that's a
1: 5-0 run by himself for Marie LaRue, who extends the lead back to eight for Madison LaFollette. 48-40, your score. As we enter a timeout for both sides, that gives me plenty of time to tell you about. The big trailers and the big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers, that's hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. They've also increased their starting wages to $18 per hour and up for open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. 48-40, to 7.5 to play. Madison LaFollette who wins their second conference title in a row, leading Middleton. Who gave La Follette only, who gave them one of their two conference losses all year earlier this season?
0: Yeah, LaFollette pick, it, pick him up. Hurley bringing the ball up court. That's the one thing they have to worry about, getting the ball out of his, hand, his hands. Right.
1: Nope. As Fostic goes up on the right side for a high floater, can't get that to fall, but he'll go to the line. He's fouled by Quentin Lomac. That'll be Lomac's third foul for the foul. And Lomac is pleading his case here at center court. As he'll come off in exchange for Jock Riyak, who checks back into the game. So let's reset quick. The five on the floor are for Madison LaFollette. Armand Lewis, Kayshawn Gibbs, Cameron Yonke, Marie LaRue, and Jock Riak. For the Middleton Cardinals, shooting his second free throw is Caden Fostic Down there with him, Gavin Hurley and Easton Zemple. The other two on the floor for the Cardinals as the second free throw is mixed. T.J. Bauer and Nick Mineholz. Those are your ten players on the floor currently in this one. So it's 41 to 48 as the second free throw was missed. Still a seven-point lead for LaFollette who's back in offense. Armand Lewis splits two defenders and floats one just in front of the free throw line. Got it to fall. He is so freaking smooth, Dennis. Gotta love his game. Have to. I
0: mean, it is just as smooth as they come, especially as a junior, Dennis. I mean, you know, it is crazy. LaFollette averages four players in double figures. Three of them are there so far tonight. And there is Gavin Hurley was driving to the rack,
1: lost the basketball, went out of bounds off a of Middleton, or excuse me, a La Follette defender's foot. So it'll stay here with Middleton underneath their own basket. They trail by nine. It's 41 to 50
0: with 6.44 to go. A sportsmanship there. La Follette player helping off the, the uh, ground after he got knocked onto the floor.
1: Mine holds inbounds. He's got Cummerford. He goes to Bauer. Back to Cummerford in the corner. Cumberford will pull it back up. Now he's on the wing. Picked up his dribble, though. Comerford spinning. Oh, there he goes. Finds Fostick in the left corner. Back down to the right corner. T.J. Bauer. Top of the key now. Hurley. Hurley kicks to Fostick. It works it to the left side of the floor. He hands it off to Meinholz. Meinholz tries to drive. Pulls it back out. Finds Comerford, who finds a cutting. Hurley on the right side. A foul called on the ground, but it'll still shoot
0: gonna be on react yeah it is just came over the top it's his third okay these are the ones that determine games oh and he missed
1: the first one in a one-and-one one. so the marie is. larue of the it comes down with a rebound He'll bring it up the floor for the Lancers with six minutes to play. And that 1-3-1 defense still intact here for Middleton as LaRue will kick it to the opposite side of the top guy for Gibbs. Gibbs finds Armin Lewis in the corner. He'll drive baseline, kicks it back out for Gibbs. Gibbs splits two defenders, pulls it back out at the top of the key, and now chooses the right side. Kicks it right underneath for Jock Riak, who spins. A blocking foul called on T.J. Bauer. Against Jock React, so React will go to the line, and that's Bowers' fourth now.
0: Trouble, trouble. Is that a chant they do in the fan section? Yes. And uh, React now gets to go to the line for the first time. Two points there in the first half. You can just see his physical presence out there, and how he can alter shots just by his presence. I mean, he's, he can be pretty intimidating. I mean, he gets those arms up. That's a seven footer. Uh, it's too bad that uh, Real his little brother, is out. I'd love to see those two guys playing together. Right. That, they could wreak some havoc on defense. Yeah, both huge frames. I mean, have, no, there's your you double call them post. Right? Yeah, double post. Whoa.
1: High low. Here's the free throw from Riak. Ooh, doesn't go. A little bit too short and rebounded by T.J. Bauer of the Cardinals. So here we go. Middleton looking to cut into this lead as we get into crunch time. Under six minutes to
0: go. Both teams missing the front end of bonuses, and now here's a foul on Yeah, LaRue. Gavin
1: Hurley uh, went down to the floor. Marie LaRue is on defense. And he'll go to the line shooting one and one. And Dennis, like you just said a minute ago, these are the opportunities that change games. If Gavin Hurley is able to capitalize on these free free throws, all of a sudden we got a ball game again. You got to make, make
0: free throws. Get it? Free throws? My guys. <laughs>
1: Sink them. You can tell Dennis has a coaching pass the way he talks about uh, these no, things. He and he missed Armand Lewis now gets the rebound and he's gonna bring it up and slow down the pace for the La Follette offense. Gibbs back to Armand Lewis. Now they are about five feet above the three-point line because the Middleton's in a 1-3-1 defense. So what that means is one guy is pretty much you know splitting Lewis and Gibbs as Lewis goes down right side and takes a long jumper for two. Got it to go. 52-41 leads back to double digits.
0: 12 now for Lewis, six in each half. Middleton like uh, Lafala like to see the pace picked up a little bit more, but that one three run has really slowed things down. And Lafala showed some nice patience there, being able to get the ball, and you got to get the ball in Lewis's hands. Let him create. They're on a 9-1 run. Is Lafala?
1: So they have added on to this. Here's TJ Bauer for three. Left it short. Offensive rebound here, though, by Mike Roach. Roach kicks it out for Mineholes. Mineholes finds Fostic inside for Roach. Roach spins. What's the call going to be? Oh, a block. A blocking foul on Cameron Yankee as Roach got him to fall to the floor. That was almost bad because Mike Roach has four fouls. That would have been the end of his night. But rather, he'll go to the free throw line, shooting two here.
0: Enough for Middleton. Double bonus the rest of the way.
1: Got to make him, and he missed the first one, Dennis. That's off the back of the air. How many free
0: throws in a row have been missed by Middleton? One, two, three, four, five, six in a row. One of seven in the second half. And that was after going two of four in the first. So a total game changer. Three of 11 so far this game. A total for game changer. A team that shoots 72% normally from
1: the free throw line. As Roach makes the second, so he ruined that streak of six missed free throws in a row. But the lead remains ten for Madison LaFollette under the five minute mark now lewis 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 goes in between the leg kicks it right corner
0: there you go we we'll follow it with that big lead now 10 points spread the floor basically a four corner offense here just looking for a layup gibbs
1: dishes back to lewis on the right side back to gibbs now gibbs picks up his dribble as he got inside the arc kicks passes it back out to lewis Lewis finds Gibbs again. out to the corner. Marie LaRue for three. No, but rebounded by Callen Lee of LaFollette. Passes it back out. and We're back set up for LaFollette under the four-minute mark. Marie LaRue will drive the baseline. Spins and misses. A blocking foul called on the shot. So Marie LaRue will go, go to the line shooting two.
0: And that'll be it for Bauer. Two points. First two points of the game, and that was all TJ ended with. Five fouls and looked like he got position there, but was called for a block. Tough way to go for TJ Bauer.
1: And our cat is back on the floor. Certified athletic <laughs> trainer, there that is. Go. Uh, we've got a little sweat mark being wiped up here.
0: Yeah, we got Lewis at the line shooting. What do they say? They'll go in if they get 15 attempts. Lewis has got two, four, and five, four. So this is the 10th free trial attempt between Lewis and Yankee. over after was 15. <laughs> we'll see if they can hit it. And the first one's good. There we go. And the last of the one-and-ones for the night. Everything's double bonus. Both teams the rest of the way. 3.56 to play. This could be a
1: long 3.56, given that stat. <laughs> you bet second one's good for larue as well and a timeout called by middleton it's a 12 point la follette lead 54 42 here on senior night at matt middleton high school here on zimbraconda's presentation of prep mania for nearly 50 years zimbraconda has provided the madison area with quality honda vehicles the trusted staff of zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. You're in the market for a new or used Honda. Visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check Zimbraconda.com for current inventory. 5442. Madison LaFala in front of Middleton. Their final game before playoff play begins next week. And Middleton uh and LaFollette will begin playing the same round, Dennis. Right. But Middleton's summons. opponent is already determined. It's Wawatosa East next Friday night. For right. LaFollette, they got to wait and see who they're going to play as a two-seed because somebody's got to play in to play LaFollette.
0: We'll he has yep. a higher seed. Yep, so uh, a little scouting. I'm sure there will be somebody there for LaFollette watching
1: that one. Well, I believe uh, we've got a Wawatosa East coach right here next to us yes. recording the game, so. The scouting has already begun. There's a couple video cameras here tonight. I imagine there's no, uh, more than one team here scouting what's going on for these
0: couple of opponents the next couple weeks. Not as many as in the past because of huddle. If they can share the huddle tapes. True. That saves a lot of road trips. See, but back in the day, that's more fun, right?
1: Y- yeah. you got to do your own groundwork. I like that. That's something I miss. All right, back to work now. Gavin Hurley's going to drive right away from Middleton here. As he worked it from the, uh, on the baseline, he is fouled on his way up. That will go against Marie LaRue. And Hurley will go to the line, shooting two. Fouled by Marie LaRue. Gavin Hurley Marie will shoot two. two. There you go. You got your wish. Gosh, I'm a poet. Hurley makes the first. Cuts
0: the lead to 11. 54-43. nine in the second half to match is nine in the first half 18 here in the game high score between the world teams and make a 19
1: that's Dennis Semrau, the president of the Dennis Semrau Mathematics Academy with your math stat of the night, three and a half to play 54-44 as Hurley makes them both cuts to lead to 10 and now Middleton's got a chase and they sure are in this 1-3-1 setup Marie LaRue in the corner Back up top, Gibbs, and just double teams everywhere as he finds Lee in the uh, on the right block, but he kicks it back out to Lewis. Now inside to LaRue, cutting on the left side, up and good with the right hand. Marie is having a heck of a second half. He extends the lead to 12, 56-44. Is Gavin Hurley going to do it all himself? No, he won't. Kicks it out. Here's a three for T.J. Bauer.
0: Oh, I thought he fouled have, out. Yeah, it was supposed to have been his fifth foul. They must have given it to somebody else. They changed the foul on us. He did check out of the game. Yeah, when he that happened, though. <laughs> They're not letting him back in because it's senior night, are they? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, he did. He checked out with five. Somebody must, they, somebody must have made a mistake on the scorebook down there and disputed it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. When the horn sounds and they put up a hand. Yeah, that means five. Five.
1: Yeah. Well, here's a three by Hurley. On the left wing, doesn't go, and it'll go off the top of the backboard. So that will go back the direction of Madison Lafala.
0: Yeah, This one is over pretty much, 12-point lead.
1: 2.43
0: to go. All LaFalla's got to do is just pass the ball, go to the free-throw line. They yep. should not be taking anything, any kind of shot, not even a layup. Gibbs dribbling it inside the arc,
1: passes it back out, way top of the key, near the center court line for Lamont Lewis, and he's fouled. By Nick Meinholtz. Well, Armand Lewis uh, has been uh, one of the best players in our area this year, averaging 14 points per game. Struggles at the line a bit, shooting 60%, but he's uh, made the first. Makes that lead up to 13, lucky number 13 that would be, 57-44. It's
0: 5 of 7 tonight for him so far.
1: And the second, also good. Well, 6 of 8 is 75%, yep. that's better than a season average of 60. 15 points for the game for... Lewis. Also better than his average of 14. Here's Bauer. Going to pull a long three. Air ball that oh. rebounded by Gibbs. Gibbs going to go coast to coast here. He's inside the arc. Passes it oh. back up for Armand Lewis with 2.10 to go. Calvin Lee in the right corner. pass it back up to
0: Lewis who's fouled by Minehols and he'll go to the line. He had five to give up before that last possession. Already taken two of them there so... You know. Yeah, if you got him, you might as he might well use them, right? Hey, can't uh, can't bring them home. Can't save him. <laughs> yeah, we're both in double bonus now anyway, so.
1: A Middleton player just left the bench. I, I wonder if a uh, weak bladder, maybe. And Never seen that one before.
0: Another free throw here for uh, Lewis. He made the first for the record,
1: 59-44. Yeah. They get 60-44. That's the largest lead of the game. 16-point lead now for Madison LaFollette with two minutes to go. Gavin Hurley just sprinting, and he lost the ball. It goes out of bounds, and we'll go back the direction of
0: LaFollette with a 16-point lead. This one is over. Coach called timeout.
1: Well, the student section was cheering for uh, some of the players that don't get to play a ton here on senior night. But it looks like the five that were in the game will stay in the game for Middleton as they take a seat on the bench. Nope, yep. and here comes Schwartz. to search current inventory. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Imbriconda's presentation.
0: This is Barry Alvarez. Hey, Madison. Pat Richter here. For great coverage of your Wisconsin Badgers, stay tuned to 100.5 ESPN. WTLX Monona. ESPN Madison. On Wisconsin
1: richter and barry alvarez two madison area greats well i'll tell you what cartrell robinson's looking to be added into that group because he's got a really good la Follette squad with a 16 point lead here in the regular season finale two minutes to play 60 to 44 la Follette leads Milton, and they've got a two seed in the tournament dennis they're they've got their eyes on the cole center
0: that they do uh 2 years ago it was going to be East La Follette to go to the sectionals. Not this time. It's going to be a, that would be a regional semifinal game.
1: La Follette on offense as the clock hits under the 2 minute mark. Just playing a version of basketball against this press as Marie Larue is fouled by Gavin Hurley. He'll go to the line to shoot too.
0: Hurley, one foul the whole game. It's pretty impressive considering how much he touches the ball and his impact on offense and defense. And LaRue now with the first of two free throws.
1: Got that one to go as well. So this lead, once again, the largest it's been all game. 17 points now,
0: 61-44. Le-
1: this is the second, but how about an offensive rebound for LaFollette?
0: 10 of 14 from the line in the second half. Now he's
1: got a tie a tie up right in front of the La Follette bench. It is called a jump ball, and we'll go back the direction of
0: the Cardinals. Alternate possession call. And our cameraman here has seen enough from Tosi. <laughs> <laughs> it's free throw time. I'm not going to see anything anyhow, so might as well beat the crowd at the parking lot. Exactly. Room. He'll get a head start on us.
1: Gavin Hurley brings it up for. The Cardinals goes inside for Fosdick. Back out for Zempel. Left wing now. Bauer, pump fakes. He'll drive against LaRue. Pulls it back out. Now top of the key, Fosdick. 90 seconds to play. Fosdick on the right wing. Picks up his dribble. Stolen away by Armand Lewis. Four on three opportunity here for LaFalle. It's Cameron Yankee And one all the way to the rack. Oh, my goodness. It is a 19-point lead for Madison LaFollette after that one. 63-44, a technical foul called. And the technical will go against Caden Fosdick. So
0: we're going to be shooting more free throws here. Yeah, a lot of them. Toasty East had the right idea, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. That's why I like that NBA All-Star game. No free throws at the end, but yeah, they right. put that point total in. And- oh, yeah, the Elam ending.
1: Huge fan of that, Dennis.
0: Yeah. I believe his name is uh, Dr.
1: Elam at Ball State University. Came up with the Elam ending. It's creative. Okay, Yankee on the technical free throws. Makes the first.
0: Well, Actually, that's from his... Uh, isn't that from his uh, layup? <laughs> now I'm just confused. Yeah, that's it from his layup. now it's, now so now it's, it's technical, technical free throws? Yep. So you do the shooting foul
1: before the technical free throws? Yeah,
0: finish that off. Yeah. There you go. The play.
1: Okay, see, you learn something new every day working with the dean. The technical and the third. Throw. He made all three of them, Dennis. This is a 22-point lead from Adam. And I'm going to need to steal your full rosters because we got the benches coming in. Uh oh. Where do I look for these?
0: Here? Here, we'll <laughs> pull them out. Oh, um, that's uh, Friday night if you want the uh, Suckbury Girls roster. I already got that one. Look at you.
1: Always working ahead. Well, Mason Kleinsmith is in the game.
0: It's my favorite
1: You know, we're just uh, playing a lot of basketball here. And here come the subs for Middleton. Owen Cooney. Parker Huff. And a guy they don't have on the roster. How about that?
0: Who is that? 22. It could be uh, 22. That's <laughs> subtle. No, subtle. I, I was looking because. That's the JV, 22. That would make y- sense, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, it's it's not because I saw him play in the first. Yep. Well, here's a pull up J for a. Uh,
1: an eager Malik Jackson on uh, the LaFollette. extends the lead to 24. I mean, they've just busted this thing wide open the last couple of minutes. Here's a Middleton three-point attempt for Parker Huff. That doesn't go. Rebounded by Madison LaFollette with 35 seconds to play. I think they're going to uh, intend to just dribble this out, but yes. who knows if they'll be able to as Anthony Moore brings it up. Bounce pass here to Daniel Badasso. Seeing his first time tonight. That's stolen away by Middleton. Now here comes Subtle to Huff, who drives, spins, shoots it, missed it, but he was fouled, so he'll go to the line. So Parker Huff will shoot two free throws with 14.6 to play. Get his name in the scorebook. Even if he misses, it's in there.
0: Yep, missed the first one, way <laughs> short. Oops! If he gets two, Dennis. He can always try to fix that, right? Come on, you guys, going up, going. Come on, you get this one. There, there you go, go. Oh, there
1: you go, Parker. As the Middleton faithful go bananas for him, how happy for the kid! and here we go malik jackson will bring it up a three-point attempt shot blocked by zemple but a foul called we're gonna have three oh, just, free throws dennis you believe it <laughs> that looked like a pretty good block didn't so, it i thought so too but uh nonetheless yeah. we disagree with that how about a la guy not on the roster now dennis number 33 at the line
0: well considering that they changed three numbers from their program in the scorebook before the game. It does not surprise me.
1: With seven and a half seconds to go. Here is, oh, technical foul on Easton Zempel.
0: How does this have, you're, you're losing by 23 points. He's just standing there talking. Or what did he say? That was a, that if was he, a block? Yeah, if he, if he was talking to a teammate, didn't realize the ref was there next to him and the ref, referee heard him, uh, he's like, what? The coaches are.
1: This has been one of the more interesting games we've had all season. <laughs> I mean, two technical fouls in the last couple of minutes. I and mean, It's just bananas. So we made uh, how many free throws? He made one of those? He made one of them to make it a 24 point lead once again. It is 69 to 45. With seven and a half seconds to go, here's two more free throws now, this time for Anthony Diamore. He misses the first, he's got one left. And you can see Kurtrol Robinson coaching him up. Say, follow through on your free throw shot, man. You got nobody there. And he follows through and he made it 70 to 45 with 7.5 to play. As Madison LaFollette going to ride into the postseason feeling pretty good on back-to-back big wins. They grab the regular season title for their conference. And, oh, my goodness, they just stole the ball away. Dia Moore again for a layup. And here's a half-court heave for Middleton. and miss that, and that will end the game. It is to 72-45 as Madison LaFollette
0: rolls in the final game of the regular season for both of these squads. Well, good thing Jawan Howard's not here. He would not have liked that last layup that uh, LaFollette made. (laughs) But uh, a bench player coming in. Let him play, right? Now, I'm not sure if the teams are going to exchange handshakes or not. Uh, Middleton was not. uh, Well, We went through this first game of the year, Middleton Memorial. Memorial said, no, we're not allowed to shake hands after a game. We told you guys before the game, but Middleton said, no, you didn't. And they were a little upset about it, but... uh, no, uh, the uh, next meeting between these teams could be an interesting one because it would be in the sectional final. They're in opposite brackets. So uh, that's it for the year for, the, for these two guys, uh, and they split the season series. But uh, if you want to compare from where they were to where they are now, La Follette has made some major strides. And getting uh, Jock Riak back, that's a big factor. What did you think of his uh, play, Alex? I thought he looked solid, right? I mean, obviously, uh, you're coming off. Timing's off off and whatever. Right, but, But, I mean,
1: that's just the rust, right? That's the rust that comes with time off. So I think as they get going here in the postseason, they they will have the ability to limit his minutes early, right? I mean, as a two seed, you get the benefit of playing those lower seeds. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what Coach Kurtrell Robinson does uh, with his minutes throughout. But that is definitely, as you said, Dennis, a huge key piece to get back. A disruptor. I like that word choice you used to, to describe him throughout. So, uh, again, your final tonight 72 45 as Madison LaFalle at tops Middleton here at
0: Middleton High School. Dennis, uh, any final news and notes to take a look at? Well, what do they say? 15 free throws between Lewis and Yankee. It was 19. They were 13 of
1: 19. And they won the game by 27 points.
0: Yeah, (laughs) because of all the other stuff afterwards. But when they needed the free throws, Lewis made 8 of uh, 10 in the second half, or 8 of 10 for the game, and he made 7 of 8 in the second half. That's your point guard. That's the guy you want to have the ball in his hands at the end of the game. I was impressed with the Lafollette. There's one three-point attempt from the left corner after a little bit, but... When you got that ten-point lead, you're under three minutes to go. All you're looking for is to spread the floor, get to the free throw line, don't even take an open lane there because you you miss a layup. Now you give the ball back to the other other team. So, I thought Lafalok going to that four corners, a nice move there. Middleton was in that 1-3-1, which got him back in it the first time around, but this time, no, and and again, Middleton missing one of their main three-point shots, their leader from three-point range, Logan Raffalot, for the season. And uh, Meinholst who uh, had 14 the first time around, he was held to one three-pointer in the second half. So some great defense from LaFollette there. But again, I like Lewis. uh, Yankee again, always around the boards. You Like, Lomac had uh, eight of his 11 in the first half. He played well. LaRue had uh, gotten benched. He'd been a starter uh, most of the season, coming off the bench now. He had a really good second half with five points. And uh, overall, just and getting uh, Jack Riak back, that's probably the big factor right there. But, it sure is. And then you got Keyshawn Gibbs in there, who adds that physical presence from football. A leader out there can handle the ball. They've got four players on any given uh, – uh, most nights are going to score in double figures for you. On any given night, when any of those guys can score 20. That is a bonus coming into the playoffs and getting a, a defensive presence like uh, Jock Riak could be uh, just adds to it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pick – I've got to see who the number one seed is. I haven't made my picks yet for, for this sectional, but I'm Lena a La of Follett for Final Four after what I've seen this year.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, there's no doubt there – Debatably, but I would confidently say I think Dennis—they're the best team in the area. Yeah, they're—they're
0: they're the best team in the area. You look at uh, Milton's got a really good team for, that's, for that's division. That's exactly two. what I was thinking. And uh, yeah. DeForest is playing really well now. They've got Hawk back. They—they uh, uh, they were able to beat uh, uh, Key. so they swap key And anytime you can beat you know once alone, twice in the conference season—that that means you got something there. So. Uh, um, Boy, I tell you, I can't wait here. We've got the girls already starting up this week. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow night we get to see uh, Tegan uh, Mullaney. Uh, wow, well, I can't wait to see what she can put up on the floor. And uh, Sock Perez had a pretty good season there. Uh, this is a team that has gone through a lot of different coaches over the last few years. Jacob Reinick has taken over and done a really nice job with this group. But they don't really have a big signature win over a team that's. That you say like, is a top 10 team. Yeah. And uh, McFarland was kind of toying with that. Uh, but there are four. Uh, uh, Sox of five. sock could have gotten a four. Could have been the other way around. So I think the Eagles are coming with a little chip on their shoulder. McFarland wants to hold home, home, uh, you know, home field, home court advantage, whatever. But. Should be a good one tomorrow night. We'll see what the weather is. We're supposed to get another four inches of snow tonight. Yeah, so. I saw that. Uh, uh,
1: and it's been snowing since we arrived, so I'm excited to go out and scrape sa- my car off. Sa-
0: safe travels home, guys. Yes,
1: back at you, buddy. And, and we made it. Yeah. Welcome
0: to the post-scene of All right. Season day. And so Hunter. Now. And assist uh, to our man over there video. Yes, a
1: big thanks to Hunter Vaughn for his hard work on the video production side all season long here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prepmania. Our Producer tonight, Alex Gravatt, back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Our on-site producer, Hunter Vaughn, and for Dennis Semra, I'm Alex Struff. Again, your final tonight: Middleton, 45; Madison LaFollette, 72. That'll do it tonight for Zimbrakonda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on Demand.